All you that have joined us on live stream, we're glad that you joined us. Uh, the Word of God will bless you if you will take it, heed to it. And what James tells us is to be a doer of the Word. And in that, we can be blessed. So we are glad that you joined us, all the rest of you. I'm glad you're here. Amen. Amen. We're going to talk about our foundation tonight. Um, being in construction, the Lord usually, when, when He shares stuff with me, it's based on my background, which I think He does that with a lot of people, depending what you do or what you have done. So, And, and he, uh, he relates it to something that I can understand, okay? He can't, he can't relate to me about flying an airplane because I've never flown one, so that would be useless. But he does relate to me about construction and about the foundation and, and, and the building of the body of Christ. So, all righty, let's pray and we'll get started. Father, we thank you for this day, Lord. It's one that you've made for us. There will never be another one like it. There was never one like it before. We just thank you, Lord, that you bless us in that. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are the one that's teaching this evening, that you will open up the word for us, that you will show us that word, that living word, and we can take it as a seed sown into our hearts, that we can hold it fast and we can have the harvest of it, and we thank you for that. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that I speak what you would have me to speak, and nothing of what I have is worth anything, so I'm leaving that up to you, and I thank you. I know you'll be faithful, so we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Hallelujah. Um, we can get started here in 2 Peter. 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 12 and 13. 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 12 and 13. This is Peter talking to him. He says, For this reason, I will not be negligent to remind you always of these things, though you know and are established in the present truth. Yes, I think it is right as long as I am in this tent to stir you up by reminding you. How many of you have to remind yourself about things? We do, don't we? We need to remind ourselves about these things, and especially the things that, that pertain to uh, the kingdom of God and to our life, because we're in the kingdom. So uh, we need to remind ourselves about how we are to live and what our blessings are so that we can know that. And we do know that, that comes a lot, of, a lot of that comes by confession, that we have our confession. We have our favorite ones, but we need to have some other besides those favorite ones. We need to have some that, that changes and challenges us on the inside to help us change in our character because that's what the Word of God is for. Granted, God wants us to have them blessings, but if we'll go on and see what Peter said about those things, he said, one, God knows us and he knows what it takes to get us heading in that direction so that he blesses us. And after we go after the promises, then it says we'll be a partaker of his nature which is what we want to endeavor to do, that we can step in and become more and more like our Lord and Savior and more and more have the nature of God on the inside of us. So, one, you can walk in that bubble of love where nothing can hurt you. And that's important, that we do have the love of God in us and we do love people and people ask you, how can you love them? Because God's on the inside of me. I'm, I'm going to be like my God and do what He tells me to do. We love the people irregardless. A lot of times we don't like what they do or what they say, but we still love the people. Amen? Because God has created that person. And as Dr. Jim told us last week, they do have a purpose and they do have an assignment. Amen? Amen. 
So anyhow, and a lot of this stuff you're going to know. You've heard it before. If you've been here in any length of time, you've heard pretty much everything that needs to be taught from Pastor Bob. But we're going to stir it up. Amen? We're going to stir it up and we're going to check on some things that, you know, maybe you haven't thought about checking, but you need to. Amen. Let's go to Matthew 7, 24 through 26. Matthew 7, 24 through 26. He says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And we know what happened, right? And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. And why did it fall? Because it wasn't founded on the rock, correct? He said, he said rock, and he's, he's illustrating that as a house, and he's telling us that if the foundation is on a rock, then it's not going to move. And the storms will come, the rains will come, the floods will come, and the winds will blow, but it's not going to move that house. And we need to know, he's, he's talking about us building our uh, lives and using the, the Word of God as our foundation within our life. And that's what he's likening it to, that if we build our lives on the rock, we know we're going to have storms. We know there's, the rain's coming. We know we're going to have winds because he told us that and he's promised you that. He said, in this world, you're going to have tribulation. In other words, it's going to hit the fan. We don't necessarily know when, but he said if you'll build your house, the foundation of that house, solid, secure, stable, if you will build your life on that foundation, which is him, the word, then you're going to go right on through it. Yeah. Do our feelings get hurt sometimes? Yes. Do we have things that... that you know, you're not happy about whether you've lost somebody. It doesn't matter. You're going to go through it because your life's based on that. And we need to stay focused on our foundation. Okay? That's what I do in construction mainly is the foundation. They give you a set of plans. We need to do the foundation. The engineers designed it. So we build it according to him. And he's done all the calculations. Jesus, God's done all the calculations in our life. And he knows exactly what we're going to encounter. And that's why he gave us Jesus to build our life on. That is the foundation that we build our life on. And we can live our life in that. And there's, 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 there's many areas of that foundation that we need have other foundations within our life in different areas of our life. It, it's, got, it's very diverse, and, and we can apply those foundations in different areas of our life. And, and we'll check on a few of them, but it's so important that we do that. The life, the foundation of our life needs to be solid, okay? And we need, to, we need to look at our foundation from day to day. That's what our confession should be about because that's what your life's built on. He has never failed anybody that's built their life on him. 
He won't fail us, but we need to make sure we're there. Because if you, if you haven't, or if you've overlooked something, okay? If we overlook something and miss something on the plans, then it's going to take the integrity of the structure and it's going to void it because we haven't done according to the plans. And that's what the Word of God is for us. It is the plans for our life. It is the plans for all that we do. And we need to follow it to a T. You know, and, and people are out there giving us wrong doctrine. It would be like people changing the plans on my houses. It wouldn't be, the final product wouldn't be what the engineer had in his mind. Which would be the same thing that God's got. He's got a life in his mind for us that we can't even grasp right yet. We haven't even been able to open up and grasp the life that he has given us. It is so good, the life he's given us. But as we step into and, and we become a doer of that word, we can step in and walk into that and we can have that life that he's promised us. But it is going to be by building our foundation on the word of God. Amen. We have so many areas of our life that requires where we need diversity in the foundation. Granted, we have our foundation is on Jesus. It is on the Word of God. But there's different areas that we have. The Word's still a foundation, but in different areas of our life, we need to make sure all those foundations are good. Sometimes we'll have different foundations within a house, whether we have a perimeter footer. Then we'll have post pads on the inside that are supporting something else. Nonetheless, it all comes in to make up the house and make up the integrity of the structure and of the foundation so that it can withstand the storms. Amen? And it's important. We know Florida has, we usually deal with more storms than most anybody else other than an earthquake out there and a tornado. That's, you know, but we have a chance to see ours coming anyhow, so I'm glad for that. Let's take a look at 2 Timothy 2. 15, 2 Timothy 2, 15. He says, be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Okay? We need to be diligent. We need to be on the watch. We know if you'll read all through the Bible, it says be on watch. We need to be diligent. And we need to present ourselves approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing that word of truth. That is probably one of the, one of the uh, building blocks in the foundation of, of a good life right there is to be diligent and present yourself approved to God. That is by taking that word. That is by building that foundation and, and working off of that foundation and that we should not be ashamed. I'm not ashamed of who my foundation is. Because I know it's a sure foundation. All right? I'm not ashamed. It's no different than I'm not ashamed of, of the work that I do because I do it correct. And I have seen some other people that I wouldn't want to say that I did what they did. Not that I'm naming any names, but it just wasn't up to par. And, uh, and we shouldn't be ashamed of our foundation. And we should be able to rightly divide that word of truth. And that comes from meditating on the Word. That comes from studying the Word. That comes from coming to church and sitting under the ministry of a teacher or a preacher so that we can hear and know what the Word says, that the doctrine is correct, that the blueprint that you're getting is correct for the foundation. 
that it is the foundation, it is the correct foundation, it is based on the Word of God. That our pastors study and they reveal exactly what that word, you know, Pastor Bob goes into the Hebrew and into the Greek and all that, so that we can know and understand that. I mean, we have, we have different, different things on blueprints that spell out different products or so on and so forth, and they can get as specific as they want, but they need to spell it out on the blueprint so we know what it is. And that's why Pastor Bob does what he does when he teaches us the Word. Amen. So we know exactly what the Word does say. Amen. Um, our people, God's people, need to be equipped with the foundation of truth for it has and will stand the test of time. Okay? It has and will test the stand or stand the test of time. Um, Proverbs twelve nineteen. It says, The truthful lips shall be established forever, but a lying tongue is but for a moment. All right, the word of truth will be established forever. And we have doctrine out there that's not the truth, it's not the complete truth. And it's no different than it's no different than a true and false question. You know, if one, one part of it's false, the whole thing's false. And it's no different than the doctrine that we're taught. And it's no different when that comes and it affects your foundation, because that's what you're basing your life on. And you need that thing to be sure. You need it to be solid, and it will stand the test of time. We need the foundational truth, which is the Word of God, which is, and you know, when me and Pastor Hugh Ellen first come into the Word of Faith, we would go to the foundational classes, and they had them every Friday. Pastor Bob was the teacher. He wasn't the pastor at the time, but he was a pastor. But he had them. And I think we went for three, three maybe going on four years. And you know what? We got poked fun at because, oh, you're still in those? Well, yeah. But when the storm hit, ours was the only foundation that stood through the storm because of that foundational truth that was given to us and we were and it doesn't matter and that's why we don't ever need to be ashamed about the word of god or going to hear the word of god whether it's the milk or whether it's the meat it's the word of god and it is nourishment and you got to go back sometimes to the milk to check on your foundation and it's important to do that you know, they check on the foundations on houses sometimes, and they'll go back and they'll drill into them and check them out, check out the concrete. Is it, is it still strong? Because, you know, I think 100 years concrete starts going downhill. But, but they'll go in and check it, make sure they don't have cracks in the foundations and so on and so forth. But the foundational truth that saved us, okay, and it was the word of faith, And we based our life on it. We had been in church all our lives. And we had both said to each other, you know what? When we went into the word of faith, we looked at each other and said, you know what? 
we don't even know God. And that's sad for somebody that's went to church all your life that you don't even know Him. But that's religion. And that's what it does. And, you can't, and that's why those people go wish-wash because they haven't, haven't been founded on a foundation, which is the word of faith. That is our foundation. People don't understand and realize sometimes that you cannot build a three-story house on a one-story footer. It's not going to take it. And we want to build our lives and do that, but we need to make sure. And when, you know, it talks about, talks about in Isaiah about expanding your tent. Well, if you're going to expand your tent, you need to make sure your foundation's able to hand, handle what you're expanding. So it's important that we know all those things. And that's why we check our foundation. It's important. It's probably the most important. It's the most important thing on a house. Because, you know, when Charlie come through, a lot of houses blew away, but I didn't ever see a foundation flying around. It was there, and they went back and built on it again. Okay, because it was solid, and it was built to withstand it. And, you know, even, even when our lives do get beat up, we can go back to our foundation and we can reestablish some things and find out, you know what, <clears throat> what did go wrong here where this happened, but as long as the foundation's secure, you can go back and start building again. And it's vital, it's vital that we know that and have that so that we can be established in the Word of God. Let's take a look at Luke 14. I'll share that a little bit later. Luke 14, 28 and 29. Luke 14, 28 and 29. It says, For which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it? Lest after he has laid the foundation is not able to finish, all who see it will begin to mock. Okay? You know, when we stepped into this life with God and in, in, in a life of faith, that there was a price to pay. There's a lot of people that stepped into it and stepped back out of it. Okay? They didn't count the cost, and there is a cost that you need to count. There's things that we need to give up. We need to get the flesh under. But it says, lest after he laid the foundation is not able to finish, and all see it begin to mock him. And I know we all know somebody in the body of Christ that's right in that last position there that's sad to say that the foundation was laid, but they didn't secure the foundation. They didn't tend to their foundation and therefore they couldn't build their life on it. And that's, you hear the body of Christ being mocked. Sad to say, but we do. And I don't want to be in that position. Amen? I want to be able to not be ashamed. I'm going to stand my life on that word. And I'm going to finish building what God set for me to build. I'm going to finish my assignment. But it's relying and, and being planted on that foundation. We need to weigh the cost and we need to honor God with our decisions. 
That's why whenever, you know, Pastor Bob talks about making a decision here, if you're not in a position to make it, don't make it. You need to know on the inside. You need to be honest with yourself. As hard as that is to do sometimes, we need to be honest with ourselves in every situation. Am I, do I have the foundation for this right here or not? And if you don't, get in the Word and get it. We can get in the Word and get it. It's not that we can't get it. We can get into the Word and get it and get that foundation built so we can build our lives on that. And then we can go from that. We don't want to get halfway through and not finish and embarrass ourselves and embarrass our Lord. Okay? Because I've seen that, and it's not pretty. But we need to consider all these things. And it just sit down and be honest with yourself. If you can't be honest with yourself, who can you be honest with? Amen? We need to be honest with ourselves, especially about this. This is serious. This is life. <laughs> okay? And God has given us such a good life that we need to make sure and take it, access at what he's given us. Because when we get to heaven, he, he might ask us, what, what did you do with what I gave you? And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be, have to hang my head. How about you? <laughs> All right. Let's take a look at Acts 4.11. Acts 4.11. It says, this is the stone which was rejected by you builders. He's talking to the, to the Jewish people, which has become the chief cornerstone. Okay? The chief cornerstone. We don't do it like this nowadays, but maybe where they build with the stones and the structures... That chief cornerstone is the first stone that's set, and it is the heart of the foundation. But they set that cornerstone, and that lines everything up, and everything runs off that cornerstone. That's what maintains the squareness of the building. That is what maintains the solidity of it. And it is the chief cornerstone. That's what it's made of, or that's what it's made for. And that's who Jesus is in the body, okay, and in our lives. He is that chief cornerstone. And he is the one that keeps everything on course within our lives. And, of course, we know that, that he built and, and the disciples were put in there too, or the apostles were put in there too, okay. The chief cornerstone, again, was laid, and it had to be laid exactly so that the building could be square, I don't know if you've ever been in a building that's not square. It's kind of hard to lay square tile in a building that's a trapezoid because you've got to make a bunch of cuts, and everybody knows it's out of square. Pastor Ellen can even tell me that when I'm doing something for her. <laughs> it doesn't take uh, too sharp of an eye to figure out it's, it's out of square, okay? And where would our faith be? if we didn't have an immovable foundation. It needs to be immovable, and that is the foundation. He is that cornerstone that we base our life on. 1 Corinthians 3, 9 through 17. 1 Corinthians 3, 9 through 17 
It's Paul talking here, and he says, For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. According to the grace of God, which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, and straw, each one's work will become clear, for the day will declare it, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. And if anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so is through fire. Do you not know that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? And if anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him, for the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. Okay, so we know what, what our foundation is. We do know that we are the temple of the living God, aren't we? So we need to be have that foundation secure and steady. And, and that comes from knowing what the will of God is so that we can base our lives on that foundation, okay? And that is so important that you do know what the will of God is in every situation. We go back up to, to uh, 2 Timothy 2.15 there where you know and you're, you're diligent to show yourself approved or to know what the Word of God says. Because you can divide that word and know exactly what it means. But it's important that we do know the will because that is a main part of our foundation. If you do not know what the will of God is, then you can't base faith on anything. And that is the foundation, to know what the will of God is so that you can base your faith on that foundation so that you can establish and go ahead and build your house. Amen? Which we know that we are the house. All right, I think, I, think, I think Peter calls us living stones. We are living stones that make up the body of Christ. And faith cannot start without knowing the will of God, okay? Whether it's healing, whether it's prosperity, whether it's relationships, you need to know what God's will is in every one of those situations, and that goes right back to our foundation. All that makes up our foundation. We need to know that it is God's will to heal us. He doesn't do anything but heal us. He cannot give you anything. He does not bring sickness to us. He does not test us with anything evil or wicked. James tells us that, doesn't he? If you're tempted, it's not by God, because he cannot tempt, test, or try anybody with evil, wicked, or any other thing. Amen? So we know who that is, and he is coming to check out our foundation. He's coming to check it out, see if it's sure. He's no different than the storms that come to these houses that we build. And it's important that our foundation is sure. Relationships and even prosperity, you know, people have a problem. They think, they think Christians ought to be poor. That's crazy. That's crazy. When God's streets are paved with gold and people think we ought to be poor, they don't know anything about Jesus, don't know that he had a one-piece tunic, a linen tunic that was all one piece. Or if it hadn't been, they wouldn't have gambled for it. They would just cut it up, wouldn't they? See, it was worth something. But no, 
and God wants us to, to be prosperous so that we can help people. You know, we're blessed to be a blessing. That's what Abraham was. That's what uh, uh, Isaac and Jacob were. They were blessed to be a blessing. And, and we step into that because we're Abraham's seed. Amen? Because we're in Christ, we're Abraham's seed. Therefore, we should be walking in that blessing. I mean, people walk in Abraham's blessing, and they have more than enough. I mean, that gives you everything you would ever need. But then Jesus, he just, he just made it one better. He made it one better for us. So it's important. But we need to know what the will of God is. We need to know and base our foundation. We should not be without. He told us, I will meet all your needs according to my, rich, my riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And that's part of our foundation, getting it straightened out getting our minds straight, getting our minds running in accordance with the Word of God and, and just knowing what God's will is in any instance, knowing what His will is for you. We, we know what His will is in any instance, but do we know what His will is for us? And that's when, that's when He pinpoints stuff, and that's when you, you get that relationship with the Holy Spirit when He talks to you about specific things. Amen? And as we line up with what the Word of God says, then He can talk to us about those specific things. Amen. James 1, 18 through 25. James 1, 18 through 25. It says, Of His own will He brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of firstfruits of His creatures. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, and receive the meekness, the of the, receive the meekness, the implanted word, which is able to save our souls. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of a man he was. But he who looks into that perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of that work, this one will be blessed in all that he does. Amen. <clears throat> Many things go into a secure foundation, and we have to stay in the will of the master builder. Knowing God, knowing God will, if needed, hang on a second, I'm having trouble reading my own writing, ain't that terrible? Knowing God will, <laughs> if needed for the faith to live on. Knowing God's will is needed for the faith that we live on in, okay? We need to know His will. I'd written something on the side there, and that's what confused me. But knowing God's will, and that's what we need for the faith that we need to live in. Amen? It's our foundation. We always need to check our foundations. The importance of a confession to make sure your foundation is sound, just what we talked about. We know, we know we're all to have confessions, right? Whether you have your healing confessions, your prosperity confessions, but it, you're, you're securing that foundation, and you're checking that foundation. You're making sure of that. Amen. We know that the Word of God is the foundation for everything because all you got to do is go back to Genesis and read. 
in the beginning. God said, and it was. God said, and it was. God said, and it was. And just like we heard the other night, these planets go around at different speeds, and they haven't even got close to bumping at all, plus all that that's out there that God has created. And it's all based on the Word. That's the foundation for the universe. That's the foundation for our solar system. That's the foundation for this earth. And that is the foundation for our life. And that is the foundation for our country. And we need to know that this country is based on the Word of God. And we don't need to get too fearful about it because God is going to, His Word will do exactly what He said He'll do. Amen. And I know we, we, sometimes we think about it, but we don't need to get caught up and worry about it. You just need to know God's will is going to be done for this country when it's all said and done. Amen? Because we're still here, aren't we? Okay? God has a covenant with us. Not only does He have a covenant with this United States, but He has a covenant with us. He doesn't break covenant. Men break covenant. God does not break covenant. He cannot break covenant. Aren't we glad of that? Amen. Amen. 1 Corinthians 10, 12 and 13. Says, therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. No temptation has overtaken you except such as common to man, but God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Well, you're going to be able to bear it because of your foundation that you are basing your life on. Okay? Without that foundation, of being in the Word, there's no faith and there's no stand. You have to have faith to make a stand. And you've got to have a foundation to make a stand. And without that, we cannot make a stand. It says, no temptation has overtaken you except that is common to man. So nobody has something different from anybody else. It's all common to man. But he says, God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able or in other words, it's like loading a foundation. As long as your foundation is Him, as long as your foundation is the Word of God, you can handle whatever comes at you. Amen? He says, you'll be able to bear it. So don't say you can't bear it or you can't take it. You can take it. You know, we're pretty tough and we're pretty resilient. I've seen people take stuff that they don't even know God and they take stuff. Just because. And I know with God that we can take more than that. So it's important that we, the body of Christ, on the sure foundation, just as Paul told us, that he, he laid the foundation. And there's no other foundation but Jesus Christ. No other foundation. None of those other gods is a foundation those people will crumble and they'll fall because there is no other ones. You all know of the city of Sardis. Pastor Bob shared some of this with us. 
they were built up on the hill. They had a great foundation, but they, they neglected their foundation, and they didn't watch it, didn't tend to it, didn't take care of it, and they actually they got a little haughty about it, and they thought they were invincible, and the cracks kept getting bigger. Weeds and roots grew in the cracks and opened them up, and actually they had got big enough at some point in time that a man could slip through and slip into the city. And they never checked him, never done anything. And they woke up one morning, and they were surrounded. The enemy had come in, and when they woke up in that morning, here's the enemy, and they're done because they neglected. The enemy's always looking, just like with Jesus. It said he left him for an opportune time. He's looking for an opportune time. And we need to be careful and watch our foundation so that we don't give him an opportune time because he's going to slip in there, whether it's something we slip and say that we don't stay up on. And, you know, people say, well, that's a lot of work. Yeah, it is a lot of work. Life is a lot of work if you're going to have a good one. It's work. But it's important that we do this. So not only can we stand up and, and have a testimony for the body of Christ and be able to help the body of Christ, but we're a witness to those people that they can look at our lives and they should be able to just look at our lives and see, you know what, they've got something going on just from watching our lives, that they don't fall down, roll over, and can't get up in the whole nine yards. But they thought they were impenetrable, and we don't want to ever think that. Because like Pastor Bob says, we're one thought away from being stupid. <laughs> to keep you on your toes, okay? We don't want to deceive ourselves, okay? Because that can happen to anybody. I mean, the devil is the master of deception. And he's good at what he does. He's been doing it a lot longer than you and me have been here. And he's just looking for a place. And it might be just a little place that he can get in. So we don't want to deceive ourselves. We need to stay in Him, in Christ, for our life is based and directed by His word of faith that we will carry. It will carry us as far as we want to go. If you want to go your 120, it'll carry you there. Amen? Amen. So again, Sardis did not guard. They thought they were invincible. We don't ever, just because we're in the body of Christ don't mean you're invincible. I mean, we've seen that. We've seen that happen. You're never invincible, okay? And even, even in Jesus' life, he wasn't invincible because it said he was tempted in all ways just like we are, but he didn't. He didn't give his way into sin. And the devil looked for an opportune time first one he showed us and, and Jesus showed us how to handle it okay and that's how we should handle it all the time but he showed us how to handle it and he handled it and uh, and we've got the example that we can that we can uh, use and walk in is it easy not always first Peter 2. One through five. 
1 Peter 2, 1 through 5. He says, therefore, laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking, as newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious, coming to him as to a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious, you also as living stones are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Amen. We must stay aware of our foundation because we are stones. That he tells us that we are a holy priesthood and we are to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Beware of the temple. For we are the temple. Amen. And you know what? We need to take time and meditate on that. That. We need to get that alive on the inside. Be God inside minded, knowing that the spirit of the living God lives in us and he is here for a purpose. He is here to help us secure our lives, help us to do what God's called us to do because on our own we can't do it. You know, it tells us that we're co-workers, co-workers with God so that we can carry out what he's called us to carry out. That we can build the life on the foundation that he's given us so that we can be those living stones, those spiritual holy priesthood that we can offer up the spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God. Amen. We want to be able to rise up and build more and more and more on the foundations. You know, I don't have all the healing I want or need I don't have all the money that I want or need. So I'm still building on the foundation of what the Word of God says about both those things. Still working on relationships, still working on character. We'll never stop working on our character until we leave. Amen? Take a look at, uh, hang on a second here. We were in, well, we were in James, weren't we? Let's go back to, uh, let's go to James 3. We'll share some things out of James 3. Let me find the, where we're at here. I think it's, start in verse 1. James 3, verse 1. Okay. He says, My brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. And indeed, we put bits in the horse's mouth that we may obey us, and we turn their whole body. All right. Let's just stop there and back up about if we can control our tongue, if we can control our mouth that we can control our life and we can step into being perfect. And we need to know that's part of the foundation that we know and understand 
about our mouth and about the spiritual words that build and, and, and produce things in our life because your mouth is what builds your life. It is the main thing that builds your life because once you let it out and when it gets in your heart and you let it out your mouth, it's going to produce something and we want it to produce good and not ugly. So it's important we know what the Word of God says. Same way in, you know, if you got if you got a bug on you, you don't want to tell everybody you got a bug. You want to tell yourself, I'm healed. And then pretty much just bite your tongue because you're going to build on healing so that you can come on out of that and be established in that. Same way with finances. You know, we all get into a financial pinch every now and then, but we need to know what the Word of God says. And we need to let what the Word of God says out of our mouth and let it produce out there in the spirit realm so it can be manifest in the natural realm. And that is our main tool that we are going to build our lives with. Yes, we study the foundation, we speak the foundation to ourselves, but then we build on that and it is our mouth that does the building. Between our faith and our mouth and it's getting it alive on the inside. And it's a meditation time. You study the blueprint, know what the blueprint says. Check your foundation. Make sure you know what, what's going on there so that you can be established in that. Check for weeds in the foundation. You know, we all have thoughts and doubts from day to day to day, and we need to check them. And they need to be rooted up, and they can't be just thought different thoughts. They have to be spoken to. No different when we excavate stuff on a site. You need to excavate it and remove it and get it out of there because it's no good for the, for the building and the structure. But likewise, on the inside of us, we need to take that, take that word and root out those roots and those uh, stones or whatever it might be that you're having to deal with and get them out of the way so that you can head on and finish building what you were called to build. Amen. Amen. Um, again, we had talked about uh, Genesis, that, that the word of God is the foundation for everything, for everything that we do. And it's important that we know it. We know we're taught it here. Um, and you know, it talks about uh, uh, do not forsake the assembling together. That's part of your foundation. That's one of the most important things that you can, that you can do, that you come together with the other parts of the body or the, or the building, that we come together and we are going to make this building uh, complete, that we're going to fit together perfectly, just like they, they chiseled the stones on the temple. It says on the temple, when they built the temple, when Solomon built the temple, there was nothing cut, there was nothing chiseled where the temple was being built. It was all done off-site. There was no noise whatsoever when they were building that temple because it was holy. <clears throat> and they took it off-site, brought it on, and they put it together. And it's important that we can do that within our lives. Amen. And again, we want to use our mouths to construct our lives. And we know that, you know, uh, if you believe it in your heart and confess it out of your mouth, it's going to come to pass. If you believe it. Amen. That is, that is the main course of operation in building stuff in the kingdom. It is through our mouths but it is based on the foundation of the word. And we put those building blocks in place and we need to have them set right. We need to know exactly where they're going, what they're doing so that we can accomplish what God wants us to accomplish. 
and fulfill what he's called us to fulfill. We all have, we all have a plan from God that's been given to us. Whether you found out what it is and whether you're following or not, that's up to you, okay? That's nobody's business but you, yours and God's. But we all have a specific plan that he has for us, and it's important. And we do know the foundation starts with the word of God. That's where your life started. You know, I basically didn't have a life until I got saved and started hearing the Word of God so that I knew what life was about. Life's not just having a party all the time. We had a party the other night there and celebrated, didn't we, because of something that God had done. When God does things, then we can celebrate. Amen. Because He had a purpose, and He had a purpose for what He was doing at that time, and everybody got to be a part of it. But we want to be able to check our foundations. All right, important to check your foundation. Make sure your foundation is secure. And you know what? If you need somebody to help you with it, that's what we're here for. Say, hey, what do you think of this? If it's not the, if it's not the right thing, somebody will tell you. Pastor Bob, Pastor Ned, just share with them, you know, this is what I'm thinking. But you know, we don't always get it right all the time. You just don't. We're humans. Yeah, we're spirit beings supernatural beings but we still think don't we we still think through our our soul and we need to get established in those things and that's what the word of god's for too that you get your soul established and that's part of your house so that you think like god that's the most important thing that we can get is to think like god and when we think like god then we can act like god amen amen that's important so all right Hallelujah. All right. How about repeating after me, okay? We'll make us a confession here. Father, we thank you that your, that your word is our foundation, Lord. And that we build on that foundation. And we thank you, Lord, that you have the plans for each and every one of us and in building our lives we are building the life of the, the, the church Lord we are building that building and we thank you Lord that you are the master builder and we thank you and we give you the glory in Jesus name Amen Okay, well, let's just check our foundations. Make sure they're secure. All right? It's important. It's important that we do that and do that periodically so that we know. Amen? Amen. All right. Well, Father, we thank you. We do know, Lord, that part of our foundation is giving. You've put that within us. And Lord, we thank you for the opportunity and that as we operate in faith, giving, Lord, whether it's tithe or whether it's offering, that you've attached promises to it. And we thank you for that, Lord. So we praise you and we give you the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. If you all are on live stream and you would like to sow into the ministry, if you're on 
www, I'm sorry, if you're on newlifefamilyworship.net, you should be if you're on live stream, and there should be a donate button there. If you'll hit that, it will direct you on what you are to do and where to go to do it. And again, as always, we are believing with you that your seed will be sown, that your seed will be multiplied and returned back to you, that you can sow in a greater abundance the next time. And we will send you a tax-deductible receipt. And again, we are glad that you joined us, and we thank you for being here. Amen, amen.